Episode 3. How can I live a regenerative lifestyle? Welcome to Thriving with Nature, a podcast that gives you the tools you need to live a modern lifestyle that helps regenerate our planet. And now your host, Hayley Weatherburn. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Thriving with Nature podcast number three. This is very exciting. Thank you for sticking with me for those who have been listening since the very first one. Uh, Today's episode is all about how can I make a difference in climate change? How can I live a regenerative lifestyle? What can I do that will make a difference in climate change? So I'm going to go over a summary. A lot of the things I'm going to talk about today are... I will go into depth over time. I want to bring in experts in each of the areas so that we can, as a community, get the best information so that we can continue to live more and more a regenerative lifestyle. The purpose of today is to go over a summary of all the different areas that you can look at in your life so that you can make better choices, if you remember episode one, where you can either thrive or die head towards those two trajectories. So today we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about energy, cleaning, plastic, waste, building, transport, clothes and other things we can do. I'm going to just share my immediate thoughts in the areas, minor things that you can do to make a difference. My invitation to you is to listen through this podcast and contemplate what are one, maybe two or three things that you can do over the next month or so that can move you towards this regenerative living. As I explained in episode two, choosing this regenerative lifestyle will help you become an advocate for a thriving planet, an example of how we can thrive with nature. So let's talk about the first one, food. There's many different areas. Where do you buy your food? How do you eat? All those different things to think about. The first thing I want to talk about is your own health, which is really, really important. And I do believe on how you are in the world will also be how you see the world. If you're sick and not healthy, it's very hard to see past that. It's very hard to see the outside world. You may just see a reflection of the opposite of what you want to be, which is healthy. But if you focus on putting amazing nutrition and eating in the most healthy, positive way, moving, exercising, if you bring your health back to thriving, then that will be a platform that you can step off to help the planet. So it is important, like the air hostesses say, put the mask on yourself before others. I think it's very important that you make sure that your own area, your home, your health, your community are thriving before you step out and try and heal the world. So the first thing is food. And like I said before, and if you go onto my blog, I wrote an article called Eat More Life. I know all of you have at one stage either had or seen a potato or an onion growing in the cupboard. 
inside fruits and vegetables, there is a vibration, there is a life force. Even seeds that have been dormant for 50 years can then suddenly sprout and grow an amazing tree. There is a life force in that. If you plant it, something will grow. So the more life force you eat, the more life force you will have. I like to recommend an 80-20 plant-based diet, uh, 80% plant-based. If you choose to eat meat, eat meat. Uh, again, choose it from a regenerative farmer that is has a farm that is growing and thriving and getting better and better. Some amazing examples, again, on Thriving with Nature, I show a documentary that shows four farmers in Australia who their farm is not only getting better and better by the years come, like by the years going, it is actually pulling down more and more carbon. They're getting more and more profits. There's less overheads. The regenerative agriculture is a huge opportunity for us to line and thrive with nature. So choose a farmer that is using regenerative agriculture with their cows or their meat that you choose to eat. So that is something that you can be very conscious of. Get your fruits and vegetables. If you can grow your herbs and your veggies at home, start to move towards just even if you're just growing your tomatoes and your lettuce to start with for your salads. If you currently can't grow food at the moment, the next best thing is to get go to a farmer's market. Go find your local farmer's markets. You can Google it. There are directories out there. There's a directory coming, I know, very soon that you'll be able to find your local farmer's market. And look again, go and speak to the farmers. What do you, how do you grow your vegetables? Do you use chemicals? Uh, do you use biodynamics, regenerative agriculture? Is your soil getting better and better or do you have to keep adding things in to make it better. You want a farmer who is really looking at maintaining and improving their soil. That's the ultimate, if you can do that and support that farmer. Often uh, regenerative agriculture, they may have some kind of deal where you can pay monthly and get a box of vegetables a month that's fresh, that's in, in season. And that is definitely the way to go with your health. Start eating more of those fruits and vegetables. Again, try not to use as so much processed food. Try and eliminate it. Move towards, if you're highly processed, you eat a lot of artificial sugars, you have a lot of packet foods. Again, let's focus and try and move towards 80-20. Be kind to yourself. It is a climate emergency. I do believe that. But if you can at least start to go, I am going to aim to be 80-20 whole foods processed, maybe 80-20 plant-based meat. I believe every decision you make, if it helps you, we are going to start to shift and turn this planet to a thriving planet. So that's food. Let's talk energy. Right now, the majority of the energy on the planet are coming from fossil fuels. It's coming from what I like to think of as the Earth's bank accounts, the savings account. That savings account doesn't grow. There's nothing going into it. These fossil fuels were created over millions and millions of years. And we have, for lack of a better word, raped and pillaged the planet of these resources. We need to give the planet a rest so that it can start to build those fossil fuels again inside as part of this planet. 
What we can use are renewables. We all know about solar. We know about wind. Then there's hydro. So if you can, start to look towards utilising solar panels on your house. Even if it's one and it's just going to start to make a difference, again, move towards 80-20 using renewables and then fossil fuels. Ultimately, though, we need to move to 100% renewable. That is the aim. And if you can focus on striving for that in the next five years, that you are utilising 100% renewable, you will make a significant difference and impact and ripple effect around your friends and family as well. So that is huge. Looking at the energy, do you go to, let's move to transport, I'm jumping ahead here, but are you using petrol? Can you use more electric and less petrol? Because that's coming from the oil again, it's one of those fossil fuels. I personally realised just recently, again, due to this podcast, I'm making the decisions, I want to buy a brand new motorbike or scooter, as they call here, in Bali, Indonesia, as that's the, the main mode of transport. And just the other day, from being really conscious with these decisions and realising that we are in a, an emergency, we're in a climate emergency, it seems like, well, we've got 10 years, but no, to turn 7 billion people's behaviours around in 10 years, we need to start making action now. And the sooner you can do it, the sooner the ripple effect can happen. So for me, I was about to start saving. I, was, I want to buy a brand new bike and I was like, why? Now is the time to find an electric bike. So that's my, my goal out there is I want to be a beacon of an electric motorbike and, and I believe in still living a modern lifestyle. I want this electric bike to be something that people would just, it's easy to go to. One of my most favourite sayings in the world is by Buckminster Fuller. And his quote is, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. That's Buckminster Fuller. It's one of my favorite quotes. He talks about if you come across a village and they've been crossing a, a river that's it's dangerous, sometimes they lose their lives, but they have to cross it. So they walk across and they wade across and do their best. But if you came along and just built a bridge, they would use it immediately. Lives would be saved. It would just be the old model is obsolete. So what I'm trying to say is I want to be driving around in a motorbike that looks and feels very similar to all the ones out there, but it's using renewable, 100% renewable. It's it's electric and I can plug it in and I can get a solar panel and therefore I am no longer taking from the earth's fossil fuels and I am now starting to live more regenerative lifestyle. If you can't afford to get a car, a new car right now, that's okay. What you can start to do is have a look. Can I take maybe one day a week some public transport? Maybe I can share. Maybe I'll do Uber rideshare. You might meet people. Maybe I can ride a bicycle part of the way. Start to look at your options and again, aim in the next two to five years to have your transport be more utilizing 100% renewable energies. So those are just some of the topics. I want to talk about cleaning in your home. 
this whole podcast is about living a regenerative lifestyle. So I want to bring this back to home. What can I do to live a regenerative lifestyle? One of the things you can look at is cleaning products. Are you pumping a lot of chemicals? Are you using a lot of plastic bottles to clean your house? There are many natural ways you can utilize to clean your house just as effectively. And it's not detrimental to the environment by going down the drain. And what's more important is it's not detrimental to your health. When we breathe in chemicals, when our skin absorbs the chemicals, you start to get these toxins inside your body. And it's just another thing your body has to constantly fight or uh, clean up inside your system. So I personally use uh, essential oils-based cleaning products. So they're coming from earth. They're not harmful. Some of them you can actually, I can put on my skin. They're actually beneficial for the skin. I use a diffuser that uses essential oils. I will do a whole podcast and have more information on my website about how to clean with essential oils. But you don't even have to use essential oils. You can just Google. There's vinegar is and bicarb soda, though that combination, if you just Google and you'll find, has a lot of benefits. Using a bit of squeeze of lemon, you can use to help clean. A lot of the natural products, natural plants have cleaning abilities. There's a plant and I'm not going to know the official name and it's something I will find out. They use, they're called soap nuts. There's a laundromat here in Bali. I, I've just moved to Chengdu. I need to find another organic one. The one I used in Sonor, they used soap nuts. And these are nuts that you put in the washing machine and it helps just clean your products just as soap suds. It actually gets soapy. It's phenomenal. So you can still have a beautiful, clean home But again, you're contributing to a thriving planet, not a dying planet. So that's something to think about. Again, the plastic bottles, which moves me to my next topic, plastic. The first and foremost thing you can do is start to refuse single-use plastic. I carry with me a little bamboo set that has a knife, fork and spoon and a straw, and it's with me in my handbag. If I'm anywhere, if someone offers me something, I use my straw. I've got my utensils. I do not want to use any more. Sometimes you get food delivered and a plastic fork or knife will turn up. What you do with that is reuse it. Don't just throw it out once. Reuse it until it falls apart and then recycle it. The other thing you can do with plastic is start to have a look. I've started to see videos of instead of using plastic plates, they use they make plates out of leaves. They're these phenomenal plates that will just, if you threw them on the ground, eventually they would just disintegrate like a normal leaf would. There are bottles and plastic that's being made out of other plants that again will dissolve, disintegrate, absorb into the earth just as plant material would. I've now seen beer rings for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, there's there used to be those six rings. I know this is in Australia. I'm not sure where else, but these rings that hold like six cans together. And those rings, I mean, if you've just watched Happy Feet number two, the movie, you'll see that that penguin has one stuck around its neck. There's many turtles and animals that can get these stuck around their neck or they eat these 
my microplastics and end up dying and coming onto the beach. There are some of these plastic rings that have now been made that actually have food for turtles inside them and they dissolve. So start to look around, pick up the bottle that you're looking at and have a look. Yes, it's got a recycled triangle, but is there something better? Is it a regenerative plastic bottle? With your water, try not to use plastic bottle waters. There are boxes of water that you can get. I believe the Just, the Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith, who started Just Water, those are paper. So again, really looking at plastic. Plastic is a huge situation. And the other thing that you may not realize is a lot of plastic uses fossil fuels. We want to move away from that. We want to move away from that unconscious living of just grabbing whatever's closest. Let's start picking up and looking at the labels and making that conscious decision. If you have to pay $1 more, would you pay $1 more to have another 10, 20, 30 years on the planet? Let's just think about that. Choose the option. Eventually, the more of us choosing the regenerative options, the prices will come down and it will be normal. But it's time to choose. Get glass jars and go to bulk buy shops and bring all the different products back. It makes it look much cooler. I'd love it. Tag hashtag thriving with nature on a picture of your pantry that has beautiful glass containers with flour and whatever that you're using. It's cleaner. It's not so messy and there's no junk. Again, if you've already got a lot of these things in your cupboard, don't just go and throw it all out because that's a wasteful use it. Maybe see if you can reuse the bottles as many times as you can and always recycle it when you need to. Which brings me now to another topic, waste. Reuse, recycle, regenerate. We want to move towards zero waste. Like I said in one of my first, in the first podcast, there's seven plus billion people on this planet. And even if you have a minute amount of plastic that doesn't regenerate. That minute times 7 billion is crazy. We need to move towards closer to zero waste. I like the idea of, I mean, I've seen people out there that have gone a year and focus on zero waste and they they carry it on their body. There's a video of a guy who decided to wear all his waist. I think it might have only been a month. And by the end of it, he just had plastic hanging all over him just to show how much waste we use. We need to reduce the waste as much as possible. That's where that going and buying bulk buy, using glass containers, starting to move towards, of course, no plastic bags. I think a lot of countries, but we need to move far ahead of just plastic bags at this point and accelerate past that quickly. With your waste, are you composting all that amazing nutrients? Rather than just going in a bin into a tip somewhere, you could be putting it on your garden. You can make smaller composts if you're in an apartment. You can actually, there's a lot of restaurants or uh, if you're a restaurant owner, I know a lot of farms would love your compost. There are ways that we can use the community together. Maybe your neighbor would love your compost. This is connecting us. The more we move towards a regenerative lifestyle, we become involved in our community again. 
So, of course, one of the amazing eco tips I follow on Instagram, Easy Eco Tips, I believe is their handle. They have amazing tips. One of them I saw, actually, this might have been zero waste. So that's another one to follow. Reuse, recycle, regenerate. Or reuse, recycle, zero, I think is what they had. But I like reuse, recycle, regenerate. So either reuse the plastic that you have and don't accept any more degrading plastic or plastic that could kill this planet. No more. Let's just start saying, no, I choose something else. Reuse what you have. Eventually recycle. I have here in Bali, there's a, a thing called Eco, Eco Bali, I believe is their name. And they come every week. I have a paper and cardboard recycling and I have a plastic metal and glass recycling. That's the majority of my waste. And the, the leftover, I would say 90% of the leftover is just food waste. And I am building a compost over the next month or two. I am going to be fascinated. I don't think I will actually have much non-recyclable waste. All of it, I think, goes into the recycling. And then my compost, that's the, the main issue. So waste, look at your waste. And I'm going to talk about something a bit way out, and I'm not going to talk about it much, but there is a book called Human Manure. There's a lot of tiny homes that are moving towards the compost toilets, which actually do not smell. I've been around them. They're amazing. They're phenomenal. And we have to realize we are like animals. We can fertilize the soil, you know, like a cow walks along a paddock and, you know, leaves some beautiful fresh fertilizer. That's what we create. And if we're putting fruit and vegetables in our system, that is just rich fertilizer. Human manure is a book. Human manure doesn't mean you should just go and do your business on the garden. That's not what I'm talking about. There's definitely a process. There's a, a nine-month waiting that you need to wait for uh, pathogens to be killed. So it's not dangerous just due to our lifestyles and our modern lifestyles that hopefully will change. There is a, a process that you need to go. But again, human waste can actually end up being regenerative. Isn't that fascinating? I was watching the Bill Gates documentary, the four-part series on him, and the first one, it talks about his effort to switch the toilet to make it a lot a lot better. And one, I just remember one particular area, I don't know where it was, but it was showing this particular area. All that came out from this particular area was human waste, and out of it was growing tomatoes because the tomato seeds, our body does not break down. And there was a lot of plants growing because like animals, seeds can pass through us and be deposited with some fresh fertilizer and grow amazingly. I just thought that was fascinating. So again, we need to look at changing the way out we process our human waste. Imagine on a global scale, we had a process where the human waste was actually managed in a way that would help regenerate the planet. That's a little far away and I don't expect you to change your toilet straight away, but the first things you can do with waste is with the plastic. Reuse, recycle, regenerate and any chemicals, let's move towards nature-based products. The other couple of things I just wanted to touch on was building, you know, the way you're building your houses and then even on a daily basis, clothes. I recently shared a post that one of the Instagram people I follow, and I can't think of them right now, apologies, 
they show uh, do more thrift shopping. And there's also you can look at the carbon footprint of your own. And if you want to do even more, go out there and just plant trees. Join an organisation like Four Ocean that helps clean the beaches and ocean. Go and on the weekend join a, a, a food forest area and start to help plant more trees. These are all the things that we can do to make a difference right now. It doesn't rely on waiting for a government to make a decision. It doesn't wait for businesses to change their decision. You get to make the decision and you can make a difference in climate change just by changing the way you live and moving towards a regenerative lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope to go deeper in each of these areas. And if there's anything else that you wish to hear more about or suggest, please go to thrivingwithnature.com and you can share in the comments and I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, you can email me at info at thrivingwithnature.com. Thank you for so much for listening. Have a beautiful week and let me know how you go with your options. What did you change from this podcast that moved you just that little bit more towards living a regenerative lifestyle? All right. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to my podcast, remember to subscribe to hear more. You also have to come check out the Thriving With Nature website where all of my videos, podcasts and resources are to take what we discuss here to the next level and apply it in real life. I'd love to have you come join myself and many others striving towards living a regenerative lifestyle. Go to thrivingwithnature.com.